0: Hey everybody, welcome back, you're listening to The Blodgett Show, welcome to episode 22. Once again guys, welcome, appreciate you being here. Hopefully everybody's having a good weekend. I know by the time you listen to this, it'll be the earliest. It'll be uh, <clears throat> Tuesday. I'm trying to be proactive. I know I was late on the last one mainly because of just dealing with life stuff. But I'm actually off today. It's my um, uh, technically my my weekend now for today and tomorrow. And just kind of sitting down here, chilling out. Got some ice water, and uh, just kind of hanging out, relaxing. When I got up about 3 um, o'clock, I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate, but (laughs) when I got up at 3 o'clock, you know, after probably not getting to sleep until like 7, um, I really, I, I don't know. Best way I can describe it was I, I felt like oh, I would love to just crawl back in bed, put my, my CPAP mask back on, go back to sleep. But I was like, no, I'll go ahead, better go ahead and get up so that way I can make sure to, um, you know, I'm hoping to maybe get to sleep a little earlier tonight because I think I have a follow up appointment with my, the back uh, doctor tomorrow. Because I don't know if I told you guys, which I think I probably did, you know, but so much has happened and there's but we're already on what this is the 22nd episode so um back in january uh well first of all <laughs> since i don't have a specific thing i can think about as far as topic goes today's topic is real talk So real talk, you know, mainly because, you know, sometimes, you know, that's kind of what, like, as you guys have noticed it by this point, the, my, <laughs> the point of this episode of this uh, podcast, at least until I, I figure out maybe a certain, you know, area of discussion to, to focus on each week, like shipwrecks or haunted places. For now, I'm just keeping it real with y'all, you know? That's why I try to, when I when I do the edits on the, the episodes and try to add the background music and I have the sound effects and stuff like that, you know, to kind of spice it up, kind of make it sound good, you know? Give you guys, give you guys a little... <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry, y'all. We have a... I'm sure if you guys, if those of you who aren't familiar with cats, those of you that you are, you guys will know Uh, You guys (laughs) don't you guys don't know what I'm talking about But they love boxes. So literally while I'm talking and you can hear that, you know scratching in the background. That's our all black There are all black cat She literally there we had this box that my kiddo brought in earlier because she's one of those She's not a dumpster diver. She doesn't go in the dumpster but if stuff is set outside like on the ground by the dumpster like blankets or Furniture sometimes, especially if it's in good condition, she literally will show back home. But look what I found! I'm like, oh, cool. All right. I came downstairs today after I got up, and she was down here going through towel, going through like a towel and a couple blankets on the floor. I said, "What? So what's up?" She goes, "I was like, oh, I found this by the dumpster." I was like, "All right, well, make sure to wash them." She goes, "You know how how up? You know we always need blankets and towels." I was like, "Oh yeah." I just worry about why they were at the dumpster. <laughs> So those are in the wash. But the box it's like a banana box looks like. Or a lemon box, can't quite tell. So it's like Vera fruit on it, I think. Grapefruit. So that might be what it is, a grapefruit box. Um But that box is sitting on the floor and it had this little one of our little uh there's a little like yellow ball that we have. I don't like it's. It's like one of those that has a little the little bell inside of it that when you roll it around, you hear. <laughs> and uh, being so our black cat literally jumped in the box to get the ball, and of course the box fully tipped over And she rolled it out with the ball. So now it's on side where the opening's facing me, and she's flipping around inside the box, and there's holes in the <laughs> there's holes in the bottom side of the box. And so our our youngest cat, the gray, uh, you know, the gray tortie, or, you know, to describe her better, she looks like a tabby, you know, but I guess there's a little dis- distinct features that she has that makes her a tortie. Well, there's holes in the bottom of the box, and Binks is putting her paw through the thing and batting at Sage, and Sage, of course, is playing with her from the other side or whatever, and it's like, yeah, you know, you can tell they're, they're sisters. Our oldest cat, Truff, she's uh, she's a tuxedo. She's like 10 years old. That's why I talked about in previous episodes where like these, these cats, like Binks is like two and Sage is almost probably like one. And uh, you know, they're, they have the high pitch, meow, meow. You know, real high pitch. Then you get Truff, the old lady, meow. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> so you got the two youngest cats. Always playing together or whatever. Chasing each other around the apartment or whatever. Pouncing on each other. But uh <laughs> so as we go on in this episode you'll hear that little, little thumping in the background. That's the cats playing in the box. Or one one side on the other sides of the box. Opposite sides of the box, I guess. So So it's all good, you know. But um but yeah, so kind of just chilling out of here at home, um, having to do the bill juggle, you know, had to get the, the phone bill paid, had to get uh, you know, I've got like three accounts with Reddit Center, <laughs> one of which I think I have like, maybe about two months left to pay on it. That's my, my kiddo's uh, bedroom set. Been on it for like two years now, probably. The other two things are the chest freezer and uh my phone i hadn't planned on doing my phone through them like when i had my the google pixel 5 and was gonna upgrade to the 7 i was gonna wait about eight months until i was ready to go until like one, one account was paid off and then go ahead and um i was planning to try to put money aside to buy my phone outright or to um you know like i guess i do eight months ten months whatever to where I pay off one or two accounts and then add my phone to Render Center. So will still have like a 30, cause I pay like $35 a week for my phone right now. But uh, and a while back, I didn't even know that they that they had that option. Cause they, they didn't for a while. Then some of the phones that they did have were like the, you know, like flip phone and not the greatest smartphones and stuff. It's like the, you know, the, the slower, older models. But I had that Google Pixel 5 for so long two and a half at least probably two and a half years something like that and it got to the point where it was just acting up like the Lion Hall office was trying to call me or I, and then I would of course like it would just it you not even ring on my end it would just bloop you had a missed call I literally had my phone in front of me like on the on the um, the, the mount on the dash you know or the mount on the windshield, or whatever. I had my phone up there, and I would just get, see this little "bloop." You missed a call. And I'm like, "What the hell?" I'm like, "It didn't even ring." So I try to call them, and the call would disconnect. They call me back. "Bloop," missed a call. I finally call them back, and I get them, and they, literally they get on the phone like, "What the hell is wrong with your phone?" I'm like, "I have no freaking idea." And it was doing that for a little bit. Far as like, "Oh crap, I'm gonna have to replace this sooner than I thought." So. And I was getting advertisements for Rent-a-Center, like, like get the new Google Pixel, blah blah blah. I'm like, really, really? Oh, okay. Obviously, going through them, I'm over, I am overpaying for the phone. I mean, that's you know, anything you get, through those rent-to-own contracts, you're definitely overpaying on them. You know, it's how they do their business and how they, you know. Make their money, you know, get you get you an item that might cost nine hundred to buy, but you're paying two grand for it total because of the with the interest and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but at least you're you're breaking it down into smaller payments. So instead of paying nine hundred up front, you're paying like thirty bucks a week. You know, so all in all, by the time you pay it off, yeah, you you definitely are paying more than you should for that item, but at the same time, you didn't have to come up with nine hundred bucks right off the bat. You know, so. I believe that's how much the because the 'cause I've got I don't got the, the pro, I got the rate, the basic seven. So that's how much I believe the seven by itself is is the um get you know, about nine hundred bucks. I think I'm paying like eighteen, nineteen hundred I think total for it by the time it's all said and done. So Eh, it it's all good, you know. Eventually I'll have all accounts paid off and I'll be in a position where I won't have to do the rent to own program. But currently that's just how I been able to do stuff And it's like Her bed, or her bedroom set You know, that's, I don't have a problem with that The, the freezer, that part sucked As well, because literally I got my phone And I had the phone for probably about a, Probably about um, A month, maybe less That was around the time When uh, I had that Slip and fall Down the steps out outside the apartment complex Or outside my building at the apartment complex because I was going out to go to work at like 1 in the afternoon literally on february 1st like right around about two weeks before my birthday and usually anytime we've had an ice storm here in in nashville they uh, uh they um, usually either the, the the weather has gotten warm and everything's melted or they've already salted They made sure to salt everything you know, so I never—I didn't, I didn't even think about it. I walked out there. I, I had my cooler in one hand, uh, my my work bag in the other hand. And at that point, now I have a, a work bag that I used to use for the Y whenever I had a membership with them. Which I want to get back in there, but haven't been able to. Haven't had the time, the free time with my schedule, to go ahead and get back in there and stuff. But but I have a work bag now that. I can zip up, zip close. So if something happens, nothing's gonna fall out. But back then, I had one. Of the, I was basically using a uh, uh, one of those like reusable grocery shopping bags. <clears throat> and so it was like <clears throat> had a lot of had a lot of stuff in there, water bottles and whatnot. Thankfully, nothing broke. You know, I was that would have sucked. I a couple, like two of the bottles are glass, and one of them's. 32-ounce plastic with a, uh, with a, uh, you know, all of them with a the screw on lid or whatever. So, hold on, i got a message for my kiddo from upstairs. If you go right now, you'd only have three hours. And I'm like, ah, oh, for what? It's always interesting when you're messaging in the same house, because I was messaging her going, you want to get paid, I need you to scoop, make sure the litter boxes are scooped, you know, because, you know, that's the deal with her allowance. See, she gets a certain amount each week, but, the, her, but her side of it, she needs to do litter boxes and trashes throughout the week, and then I'll pay her, you know. Until they close, is what she says, and I'm like, oh... So I, I, I ended up going out there to, uh, you know, literally didn't even make it to the top step. Got to the top part of the stairs where uh, she's like, Aldi's, I'm like, no, Aldi's closes at eight. So I got like two hours. It's like 545 right now. So, but yeah, I got to the top part of the steps. And I didn't even, I barely even, I didn't even get a hand on the rail. Like I was walking over the steps and all of a sudden, like my legs went out from under me. I hit the, the top landing part right before we get to the steps and still slid down over to the steps. Slid down the steps, went all the way down the stairs and landed on the, the cement landing on the bottom. I tried to get a hand on the railing just to, to try to stop myself as I was literally, you know, but the was covered with ice too, so literally the hand I got up on the handrail, it just slid straight down as well. So, I was laying out at the bottom of the steps for a couple minutes, probably a minute or two before the the neighbor had seen me go down the steps, keep running over. Oh my god, are you okay? Oh my god, I'm laying there like, oh. <laughs> That was rough. I was like, no, not okay. But like, my, my cooler, I'd, basically went off to one side and like the contents inside the cooler were were strewn about on the grass the my bag it was out there in the grass with contents strewn about too So thankfully you know i'm grateful because the neighbor actually went over there and put the stuff back in my cooler put the stuff back in my bag and brought the stuff over to me as i was trying to figure out i was laying there trying to you know trying to figure out do i call an ambulance because i had my i had my phone in my pocket you know so i was like do i call an ambulance because i was like i don't know if i can get up <clears throat> but i managed to <clears throat> sorry i had to take a sip but thankfully i managed to get myself to my feet and i was pacing back and forth and i was you know when they say when they when they ask you what's your what would you rate your pain level between one and ten? Ten being the worst. I'm like probably a thirty-five. <laughs> I because like I had pain in my, I like severe pain in my hip. I had pain in my lower back. I had pain in the right, my right side, you know. And so I was like, well, the the neighbor ended up walks. I was just again, like, are you sure you're okay? I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not okay. I'm not. I'm really not okay. I'm hurt pretty bad. And I was think that, of course, being the worker that I am. I was like, well, do I, do I still go to work or do I call out or do I, you know, what do I do? And I was like, so I, I called the wife and so like, I'm not a crier, but pain will do that to you. You know? So I remember getting on the, um, I remember getting, going and getting on the phone. I called the wife. She's like, hi. I'm like, yeah. She "What's up and I'm like I just, I just went down, I just went down the stairs on the ice. And uh, I was like I'm just deciding if I need to go to work or not. She's like no, you need to get to the hospital. I'm like... Hell, I still get choked up about it because of how, I, cause I mean the memory of it, it's like so intense. Because the pain was like more than I've probably felt in a long time. She's like, you need to call out, you need to go to the hospital. I was like okay. I'll do that. So, hobbled my way over to my ram, and, uh, my, my left leg, my left hip was fucked up to the point where, like, I could, like, I could walk, but if you, from a just standing still or a seated position, you know, I could not lift my leg. Like, I had, like, sitting here, like, it's like right now, sitting here in the recliner, which I, I rarely ever put the actual recliner part out. I usually just sitting here, but sometimes I put the, the footrest out and just relax, but, I did uh, get too close to falling asleep when I knew that. <laughs> like, oh my god, it's so comfortable. But, but uh, I, I got myself in my RAM, and the way my left hip was, I literally could not lift my left leg for like three or four weeks. Like to move it, I had to move it to get it in the car with me. I had to bend down with my left arm and pull my leg in the in the truck to be able to. So I drove myself to the urgent care, which is where I do my which is where I was doing my uh, primary care at the, at the at that time. My doctor kind of like left, so of course I currently don't have a primary care at the moment, but that's where I was going. And uh, went in there and I made the mistake when they took me back, because I kind of explained at the, the desk, with I tried without crying. You're know, like, yeah, this just happened. Oh my God, it's so much pain, oh my God. I mean, yeah. There's a feeling of you have your knife in your back, but I had feelings like I had a knife in my hip, knife in my lower back, knife in my right side, you know. And it was like, ooh, man. I was like, I was hurting. Then I'm not just talking regular knife. I felt like I had like fucking freaking ser- serrated knife in all three points or whatever. And it was like they get me back in the room, and I made the mistake of sitting down. So I went ahead, and sat down, and then the the the. Uh, visit the PA came in and of course I would stand up and literally I was like I stuck a hand for her because I tried to get up and I was like can you help? I was like oh shit I was like can you help she got me by the hand and pull me up and I was like oh I was like I should have sat down she was okay so I was like so we you know, they ran a bunch to, they did you know I was like can you test to make sure that I don't have like you know, uh, ruptured kidney or something, I said, because I'm hurting really bad on the right lower side of my back. Feels like it's you know, in the kidney area. She goes, yeah, we'll have a new urine test. We'll check to make check for blood or whatever. Thankful that was clear. And then I was like, can we do x-rays and whatnot? Because I, I'm i sure I busted some stuff. I said, I don't know. what. I'm... So she gave me a shot for the pain and ran down, the sh- basically sent me down. It sucked. I guess I didn't have skaters there or whatever like x ray stuff so she sent me down the street to do that and that was fun she's like go ahead lay down on the you know the metal slab you gotta lay down to do x-rays and stuff and like the only thing i could do is like i sat down on there and i just just flopped because i had no strength i couldn't slowly lower myself down to my back i just sat down and went oh, okay i was like i was like i knew that was gonna happen i couldn't you know she's like it's all good turn turn over this way so i was doing my best to turn over to my right side. Turn over to my left side. They said, like, "All right, you can go ahead and get up." I said, "I'm gonna need your help with that." <laughs> so, I turned as best I could, got my legs partially off the thing, and I reached my arm up. but she grabbed my arm and pulled me to help me get up. She was sorry, and it was a little rough. I was like, "Oh, trust." I was like, "No, you helped me get up. I appreciate that. Thank you." <laughs> so, I was out. I called my boss or my manager. It was like my driver manager at the time since I'm with a different company now. And, uh, told him what was up. Yeah, hey, sir. Uh, I was like, I will not be coming in. I don't know when I'll be back in. I was like, I just slipped on ice and went down a whole flight, like an entire flight of steps. I banged up pretty bad. Um, so I was out for about a month towards the tail end. I finally started being able to lift my, you know, getting movement back to certain parts of my body that I wasn't able to move. And, um, have that going through a legal case, have an attorney working on it and stuff. But of course, the last offer that the complex insurance adjuster offered was basically like half of what my medical bills currently are. Because apparently in their eyes, I'm partially at fault for the fact that, <laughs> that you know, that I fell down flight of stairs or whatever. That it was my fault. And I'm like, how was it my fault? I was like, it was like two in the afternoon. They should have been... That we didn't They didn't have sufficient time To salt And we're like Bam it, it like Iced up at midnight It was like 2pm Like 14 hours later When I was Heading out there To go ahead And go to Go to the car And Slipped on ice that hadn't been salted And I kind of covered my My I did the CYA You know Cover your butt You know When I got back from When I was on my way back From the uh, X-rays and stuff I messaged the wife I said hey Do you and Bug Want to go get like uh Baskin, you know, Baskin Robins. So I was like, I've had a really bad day. I need uh, you know, something positive. She's like, Yeah, yeah. I was like, All right cool, I'll beat you guys out of the curb. So I pulled up, she came out, started to get in the truck, I said, Hey, did they Because I called the complex when I was on my way to the ER or, you know to get checked out or whatever. And uh you know, not the ER but urgent care, but basically the same thing over here. But uh i called them and told them yeah i just went down an entire flight of steps because of ice um up here even whatever she was oh my god i'm so sorry we'll take care of it. okay so when the wife was getting the truck i said hey did they ever salt she looked she was nope but i said take take pictures so she snapped photos of the the stairs and the handrail and the 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 area the the landing part up at the very top of the steps and stuff like that so we have everything showing Showing that there was literally, you could see a clear, you know, batch of ice. Just, you know, you could see the step, you could see the, the half inch or whatever, of ice on or whatever. I didn't notice it when it was coming out, but hey, you know. So the complex, I guess, you know, we're still going back and forth with them. I don't know if I have really high hopes because when she came back and said, like, well, they offered this, but, I, you know, obviously this is the initial offer. And we're gonna, we're gonna go back and forth, she goes, I, if I can get him to, like, at this, if I can get him to, to agree to a certain, this a certain amount that I'm thinking, then uh, I should be able to get you with so much, such and such amount in your pocket. I was like, well, it's better than nothing, you know, I mean, it would help, you know, for sure. But it's a long game, because, you know, it's not like a, hey, I had this happen, oh, I'll give you 10 grand, okay, cool. No, it's more like, this happened, and then you might hear back like two, three months later. If we go past the one year mark, then we're probably not gonna, we're gonna we would have to take him to court. And, you know, I would want to do that. But the lawyer was like, well, see, I, I really want to get a settlement figured out. During that first year where we could settle out of court, because if we go to court, you're talking like tens of thousands of dollars in lawyer costs and, you know, you probably won't even, see you dime because you'll have so much expenses that'll have to get covered and I was like, Well that's reassuring <laughs> So I was like, Well crap, you know. It's like I have never I think this is like my second legal case. But otherwise I don't I've really I haven't really done the whole, you know, legally go after somebody. I did with a homeowner you know, when I was doing the package delivery side, because I had, like, a freaking Great Dane or something something big, like Mastiff. Literally attacked me, got all of me pretty good. And uh, messed up my knee, and I was out for, like, five months when I was trying to deliver a package to their to their house. Came out of that one, they, uh, ended up agreeing to, like, 38000 which the attorney took half, or took a, a third. And, um had to pay workers comp back and stuff like that and i was like well that sucks so i came out of there with like 18 so i was like yeah okay i can live with that you know that's how i got my truck because i was able to set five five grand aside while paying other bills and catching up on stuff put five grand aside to, to put as a down payment to my truck so but uh with this case though I don't know what to expect, being that the insurance adjuster trying to come back. Like, cause I think my medical bills are like fifteen right now, and they they offered seven and a half. I'm like, really? Like, I fall at your at your location because you guys didn't do something. And well, oh, well, I mean, we'll pay half the medical bills because I mean we didn't have sufficient time to do it, and uh, it probably it's, more, it's a little bit his fault too. I'm like, okay, well, f you. <laughs> so, here's hoping. You know, I hope my attorneys because I mean she she seems good and of course when I caught, when I got in touch with her initially she immediately was like yeah you have a really good case and I sent her I sent her everything I had photos sent her a picture of the um, you know the shoes I was wearing which basically the shoes I wear for work you know and had photos of the ice and stuff like that she was I'm really glad you did all that because that that helps your case and I was like yeah but. Only downside is she wanted me to be able to get. Um, get in touch with my previous employer. And, uh, you know, because I was basically to get. Get them to fill out a form and sign it, say, like stating what dates I was out of work. But, uh, that apparently. (laughs) As I was, you know. At that point, I was with Johnson Trucking and great company, but they, they don't handle people leaving very well, you know, like I it got to a point where like a month after I had, had the fall, I mean, well, a month after I went back to work because I was out for like three and a half, four weeks, I went back to work and I was having to do the 15 trailers, seven, seven or eight pickups, 15 trailers a day and getting in and out of the truck constantly and it was really aggravating my injuries like I still wasn't fully recovered But I was enough to where I could like lift my leg. I was I was able to do the job But then I was like, I really need to get into a line-haul position where I can Pick up a load or run it somewhere dedicated like what I do with going to Illinois and back And then come back and have like a lot less trailers to hook up So I was like, I can't keep doing this in and out. It's 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 like it hurts like hell, you know so But I didn't give him a full two week notice. I basically got in touch with my current boss and was asking him questions about their company and like, yeah, do you have any dedicateds with, with, you know, FedEx or whatever. And uh, he was like, yeah, yeah, we got this, this, and this. I said, oh, that sounds great. I was like, I would love to come on board with you with with that if you guys need drivers. And he was, yeah, send me your like picture your driver's license and your, your FedEx badge. So I can get the process started like cool all right you know so i started doing that and basically he was like yeah we have we have you all processed and basically i uh, had officially been hired yet but then i said you know what can i start monday He said, yeah yeah so it was a previous week i said well I've, I've you know you know they'd gone to these eye tracking cameras with johnson and a lot of drivers like literally they lost like 30 drivers in like a matter of a week because drivers are like, look, if I reach for reach for my my water bottle and it, it ding it would ding them, bloop, get your hands on the wheel, look 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 over the you know your mirror, bloop, you're not looking to you're not watching the road, or you yawn bloop you're tired. I was hearing about it. I hadn't gotten my the truck. I wasn't updated to that yet. But I was like, oh man, I'm dreading that because you know I drink water, you know try to stay hydrated through the day. And I was like, obviously we have to check our mirrors. I was like, man, I'm gonna be like ding left and right. So when they got those cameras, I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to stay much longer. So I decided at that point, I was going to go ahead and start with the other company on Monday, run in my current load and uh, the previous Tuesday, I went ahead and uh, I emailed to my driver manager, emailed to the office manager, emailed to the operations manager, like all in a group message, basically saying like, hey, guys, just to give you guys notice, Friday's gonna be my last day because it's like but it's medical reasons. I really can't keep doing what I'm doing because of the injuries from what I went through this past month. I said I need to I need to lighten up my workload. And I, I was offered a job with a dedicated where I could be doing a lot less trailers and whatnot. And uh basically I sent that off Tuesday afternoon and then I was coming back with one of my loads, and I still had to do one more. Actually, I had to do two more loads that night. And uh, my manager, shout out to Jeff, you know, basically called and told me that don't even worry about the other loads. Just come back with that target load and clean out your truck and go. And I was like, OK, I was like, I mean, I'm willing to work the rest of the night. Was, no, 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 no. We have another driver. We have another driver that, uh, you know, has been sitting around because he's a line haul driver. And, uh, he has they haven't had anything for him to do, so he's just been sitting around, we've just been paying him to sit around, so we're gonna put him in, put him on your route. Like, okay, well. And then, you know, I gave him crap, I was like, I t- gotta tell you, Jeff, it's like, it feels weird that you, you guys are basically terminating me for not giving you guys, um, you know, cause he's like, yeah, because you didn't give 10-day notice, so we're just gonna, we'll just let you go ahead and leave right now, I'm like, basically, you're firing me because I'm, well, you Terminating me early because I didn't give you guys the full notice. He's like, we're not terminating you. We're just not letting you work your notice I'm like same difference <laughs> And then I heard rumors like the, the friend of mine that told me about the current employer that I'm in now He was because he'd ran, he'd ran into my boss a couple times and he was running a uh, dedicated for Johnson going to Atlanta and back But they were treating him like crap putting him in like crap trucks and whatnot and you know All in all, they were good. They were good. Like, I didn't have any problem with them. It was how they handled, apparently, how they handled things at the end that I had an issue with. And then now, currently, uh, because with my attorney, when she asked me, like, hey, do you think your previous employer would actually, like, sign this form? I said, they might if I could reach them, because apparently everybody I've heard that left Johnson, they got, um, they got basically blocked so I tried to message the office manager, which I was pretty close, like, you know, she and I were able to go back and forth. We talked a lot, you know. So it was very interesting to me that I tried to email her to say, hey, Madison, is it, you know, this is what's going on. I hope everything's going well and your guys is in, and I, you know, wish I would have been able to stay, but medically I had to leave, obviously. I was like, this is what my attorney's asking, is it possible that you guys would be willing to do this? I never heard back, so I'm pretty sure like either she just didn't respond or I'm blocked. You know, and I, I told my attorney, I said, Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna be able to get documents filled out and signed by my previous employer because they're pretty petty when it comes to people that have left their company, even though there's certain things they they you know, they work you really they work into the ground in some ways, you know. Like you would do seven loads and basically be getting ready to get done. Hey, I need you to do these two extra runs. Ah, oh, crap! I was like, Jeff. I was like, I've only got like this be this this long on my fourteen hour clock, and I've already have been I've already been here since this long or whatever. Yeah, I understand, sir. I understand, but we need to get it done. Go, okay, all right. You know. there were times that like you that I would um uh, you know be working. Because you had to work one Saturday at least a month, one Saturday or Sunday. And I was always like, let me do Saturdays because I go to try to go to church on Sundays, even though now I haven't been to church in a while because I get home at like five or six AM on Sunday. So um But there are Saturdays I was working for him that um it would be he would tell me, like, hey, you're gonna do such and such, and I'll you know, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, do you have an address? Yeah, I'll get around, I'll get I'll get that to you. So I was getting the previous load done, and I was almost back to the hub, and I'm like, ah, uh, Jeff, um, kind need an address, kind of need to know where the hell I'm going. He's like, all right, I'll get it to you. And then I thought about like, well, if I don't get an address, then I guess I can't do the run. I guess I'm gonna go home. But I got the address from someone else, like one of the Whitehall um, people that works in the Whitehall office. Basically I was like, yeah, I'm going to this one location, In this town but do you you know where that is Like do you have a specific address And he goes yeah let me find it for you So I was like two thirds of the way up to this Location and then Jeff finally messaged me Here's the address I'm like you know I was like I understand you're busy But like I know you're probably not out running these loads (laughs) Sometimes he was I mean Because if they don't have enough people to run them Then the manager has to also be out there And doing them too But it was just It was one of those like I loved working for them up to the end you know the end was kind of when things kind of got to where they were being petty about stuff and it's like look I've been with you guys for like almost a year now and I've not complained about working the one day one weekend day a month i have not complained about the extra loads you've added to my you know when I've almost just about done literally on my way back the last load oh can you do an Under Armour <sighs> okay yeah. it's not a quick load do the Under Armour because, like, you literally you have to. You'll know, come up to the gate and you have to wait for them. You you give them your driver's license and they basically go back for in the office for like ten minutes, 10-15 minutes before they come back. i all right, you're good to go. You're gonna pick up and whatever. i whereas I like to get their drop, poke, and go. You know, but you know, it was always, hey, we need you to do Under Armour, sir. Well, <sighs> oh, crap. All right, you know. So I was go, like, oh, Will. So, whew, sorry about that. Just looking forward to things being finalized with the legal case because it's like eighty extra, 80 extra money, you know, we could get would help. Because <laughs> you know how it is, guys. Doing the week by week, day, you know, like bill shuffle or bill juggle, you know. All right, we're gonna pay this this week. We pay this next week, and. uh you know, just try to keep everything, keep lights on, keep the cars paid, even though I struggle with that a little bit because I get my truck paid, but I struggle with the wife's a little bit. But aside from that, you know, do what we can, you know. And uh, just constantly just say, you know what, you know how they say, "this too shall pass." And so that's why at the previous um, episode, episode twenty-one, I talked about mental health because a lot of us that work. Uh, you know, go paycheck to paycheck and have a lot of bills and whatever, you have a high rent. It ends up being, uh, being a strain on your mental health because, of course, you're thinking, like, is this ever going to get easier? Is this ever going to, you know, is this, are we ever going to... For me, it's like, the next big step will be getting a house. I've wanted out of this apartment for, like, the past, like, two years, two or three years, at least. But credit-wise, we're not in the position to buy a house yet. Like, we just haven't been. And the problem is, is, like, you don't have a good lender. The only problem is, they're like, yeah, but the VA doesn't require minimum credit score. But they require you have 12 months of clean credit history, meaning, like, you can have collections, but you can't have open accounts that have, like, one month reporting late or two months reporting late or something like that. As long as every, everything is current... Even if you have collections, because like collections don't matter, they don't care about those, they care about, like, if your your current accounts that are open right now, uh, as long as those are on time and good for 12 months, then you can get pre-approved. I'm like, cool, alright, Try trying to work on that, but there's, like, two accounts that I've been struggling to uh, bring fully current and stuff, because I can only do so much, but yeah, make good money, but I have a lot of money going out, too, so... To give you, <laughs> give you guys a little bit more of an idea, like literally you're going to do some grocery shopping today, go to Aldi's because they're cheaper, but Aldi, you know, um, you know, kiddo obviously wants to get paid for her uh, chores or for her uh, allowance after she does the chores, and I'm like, um, I had to shuffle money around to try to figure out, all right, well, if I shuffle this around, I have to pay this much, put this much aside next week, and that's going to go obviously rent or whatever, but... Um, it's just one of those things. I was like, so basically, I have like 90 bucks to get groceries at Aldi's. And basically, my plan is I'm going to go there, get a couple of things that we absolutely need. And then otherwise, we're going to get like the basics, like hamburgers, hamburger, some chicken, some pasta, some, uh, some helpers. You know, the, the hamburger and chicken helpers. Get, you know, the kennel, her pizzas, and her pierogies, and her spaghettios. And, uh,. You know, just Get what I can with what I got, you know It's the best I can do But Aside from that, you know, it's just a matter of Continuing to push forward You know, take it week by week And hope It's one of those things, I hope that the Upcoming week is a little bit less stress Because this week is pretty rough um, I'd rather do my current run All five days, because then I'm a little bit less stressed I'll get home a little bit earlier, get a little bit better sleep when I do the other run, when my, my run isn't running, I get home or I get yeah, I get home pretty late, and then of course I sleep as best I can, but sometimes I'm still like, oh my god, I'm tired. Like today, for instance. Got a decent sleep, but got up at like 2.30, 3 o'clock, and still felt like I should go back to bed. <laughs> so I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate. So Apologies if, you know, I know it was a little bit of a rant and a little bit of a ramble this this uh Episode, but that's why this one is real talk, you know, because just keeping it real with you guys and still got the email out there uh, Blodgett Show Podcast at gmail.com. If you guys have any suggestions about, um, you know, topics to cover, or if there's things you want to ask, I'll do my best to answer them. Um, again, like some of the things that I'll try to avoid things like politics, for instance, religion for the most part, you know, because... But, uh... You know, aside from that, could cover anything. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know if I'll cover guns too much because I know a lot of people, there's, like, people on both sides, you know. Some people are really, really all for it. They're gun collectors, they have a lot of guns. Other people, you know, like, my other half, for instance, who basically, not really a big fan of guns. Me, I'm kind of in the middle. Like, I know I'm not against him, but I understand where my wife's coming from. Like, well, we have a kid in the house. She doesn't want to have a gun in the house. You know, and I say, that makes sense, you know. So, <laughs> there's a comedian out there that talked about, like, put guns in safes or whatever. And, uh, it is not effing protection. You wait right there. I, you know, fuckface. Like, while well, I go get my gun out the safe. Hey, honey, what's the... What's the uh, what's the password? What's the code? Your mother's birthday. How the hell would I know your mother's birthday? <laughs> so, fun times right there, guys. But anyway, I'll quit rambling. I'll let you guys go. Uh, this is going to be all the time we have for today, but I really appreciate you guys listening. If you're new to this podcast, feel free to go back to episode one and uh, catch up if you want to. Uh, feel free to like and share you know let others know about this podcast if you know you actually found it interesting if you enjoyed what you hear um this is me just keeping it real with you guys what you hear you know what to say what you see is what you get well in my case on here for the blogger show what you hear is what you get so but I'm gonna keep pushing forward I'm gonna keep getting you know knocking these weekly Episodes out. doing the tw- Tuesdays and Fridays between five and six is what I'm gonna schedule them, unless something happens like this week. I think I got live, the episode 21 posted on Saturday because, um, you know, it was just a rough couple days and f- like literally Friday, I was out there just uh, trying to basically get through the night. So I was like, that's how tired I was and how stressed I was. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna be out here and do what I gotta do you know, um, listen to my, my Bible app, which, you know, it's just a thing I do, I get through the Bible in 90 days, and then I basically just restart it, do that with a friend, you know, um, and then of course, I'll admit, you know, we do little things like, like, like she'll be dealing with stuff over there and say, hey, you can just do whatever you're doing a prayer, if you can throw some prayers it for me, I said, yep, absolutely, or I'll, I'll do the same thing back to her, like, hey, I, you know, if you could, Pray for us, because I'm just there's a lot of stress in the household right now. You know, I was like, but we're both, but we're always helping to keep each other lifted up. Because I'm like, you know, I'm always here, and she's always there. She's at, out in Australia. Shout out to Kirsten, but it's, it's you know I'm grateful for that. You know to have someone that's I can always like, you know, shoot back and forth with. Just like she's grateful for how, like the fact that I'm always here, and I'm like, well, I don't my Personal circle, of people I talk to is pretty small, because I'm, I'm a solo driver. So, like I, you know, I might chat a little bit with certain people on Messenger or whatever, get texts a little bit here and there, but otherwise, it's pretty quiet in my end. That's why I'm like, you know what? I'm just pushing forward, I'm gonna be working on stuff, I'm gonna be getting these, continuing to grow this podcast, and you know, continuing to just make plans for the future and keep working towards them. You know, that's all I can do, guys. Keep making plans, keep keep holding on to those goals that you have, and just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Knock out things as you can, you know? Even if it takes a couple years, eventually, as long as you don't quit, you'll get there. You know, because case in point, my truck, like, I had been looking, I had been eyeballing and drooling over, like, crew cab trucks when I was over the road for years. Like, oh my god, I really want one, but, you know, I knew that it was going to be hard to get one, because, like, unless you have a big down payment, Probably wasn't gonna be able to pull it off, especially with our credit. So that's why when I had that legal case with the dog attack, I literally when we were waiting that full almost it was literally like a month prior to when we'd have to take it to court. Um, got to that point where I told the wife I was like, "By the way, when we get this, if we get enough with this legal settlement, I want to put at least five grand aside to put as a down payment on a truck." And she goes, "All right, cool." You know, so. So I was like well because it's something that I went through you know I'm, I'm the one that got attacked I'm the one that went through all the medical the medical stuff the PT I mean my knee was was bad to the point where I was like you know just walking really slow and stuff and now my, my knee is better but it pops all the time <laughs> so I'm like yeah gotta I got to that point where I finally you know I actually had to quit being treated because they weren't they weren't gonna do a settlement if I was still being treated. And I was like, Yeah, but I still need physical therapy for my need But I was like, Oh, but alright, I'll stop, you know. So I basically called off all of their appointments and stopped going and then my attorney was able to get a settlement offer for me, but my current case though, like I went for a few months and then they never scheduled another thing and I asked him, like, can you ask the doctor? Like, you know, can we keep going can i get more pt because I, I could really use it for my back or whatever and i never heard back and then when the attorney came back with the the initial offer um was like not even get covered cover the medical bills she asked she asked like when was the last time you got treated and i was like it's been a while like i i asked if they could get in touch with the doctor to see if i could keep coming in and never heard back. She was, we need, we really need to get you in there. She goes, are you still having pain? I'm like, yeah, I'm still having pain. I still have the same. I was like, I don't have the issue where I can't lift my leg, but I still have pain in my hip, still have pain in my back. I wake up stiff, you know. i was like, but I get up and do what I gotta do. Get up, get my uniform on, and hit the road to go head to the truck to go run my load. But, you know, she said, like, well, we need to get you back in there because if we could show you're still being treated, we might, we'd have a little bit more uh, leg room or a little bit more leeway, you know, stuff in our arsenal to be able to try to go back and forth with the insurance company, and it's like, I told her, I was like, well, you know, I'll I'll be honest, I'm not really having high hopes from this case, because from what you're telling me, they're only offering this much, I don't even know if we're going to get enough to where I'm going to make anything, really, maybe just pay the medical bills, and she goes, no, I'm going to try my best to get around a certain figure, because then I can get you with this much in your pocket, like, all right, well, I will see what you do, you know. So, anyway, guys, no matter what happens in your life, uh, no matter what stresses you have, what obstacles you're currently going through, just know that you can do it, guys. Like, even even if you're like me and you struggle with a little bit of the, you know, as far as the, the mental health, depression, stuff like that, you know, because of life in general, it's being hard. Those of us that are breadwinners that carry the weight of, weight of our, basically the weight of the world, far as like keeping our family afloat on our shoulders you know the majority of it anyway because I know like my wife works but I'm the one that you know is the major breadwinner and try to keep all the major bills up she covers like the smaller ones you know but keeping electric on keeping cars paid insurance and stuff like that that's all that's all me and you know sometimes it's a little overwhelming because I'm like I don't even when you make a decent check, but you see it all disappears, like crap. <laughs> it's like this sucks. <laughs> it's like work, get paid. You're broke. because <laughs> like, you know, no, no avenues for any assistance to make it a little easier. It's just basically you just trying to survive, you know. But keep pushing forward, guys. Keep, you know, believing you can do it. You know, like I said, one of the episodes: believe you can, believe you will. And you're already halfway there. Um, I love the if at first you don't succeed, try, and try again. <laughs> but um, um, just gotta keep, just gotta keep going after it, guys. You know, if you never give up, or we, uh, one of the, another saying from a previous episode is, uh, "You only fail if you quit, give up, and walk away. If you don't do that, then you haven't failed yet." You know so if you keep trying even though you're technically failing but if you haven't given up on it and you keep trying then you will get there eventually you know the ones that get really 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 bad in life really depressed um, are the ones that basically are like my previous friend D you know that um, basically just sat at home complaining life sucks this sucks that sucks everything sucks never gonna get there and I'm like yeah because you're not gonna do anything you know, I was like, she was annoyed by how positive I was trying to be. Like, I can't believe you're always positive, it annoys me. Well, you know, I was like, it's better than sitting around and crying all the time and saying, like, life sucks. So I was like, because screw that. I was like, what's the point of me? What's the point of living if, like, you're just literally gonna sit around complaining about it all day and thinking that basically I think she wanted to drop in her lap? And I'm like, well, yeah, wouldn't we all <laughs> so. If you want something, you gotta go get go make sure go you gotta go make it happen yourself. You know, nobody's gonna give it to you, nobody's gonna make it happen for you. So anyway, y'all. Hope everybody has a great rest of your day. And uh, you know, keep tuning in. Appreciate y'all. And I will see you guys on episode 23. Have a good one.